Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard. And joining me as always is the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the razor to my one, two, three kid. It's Steven Davidson. <laughs> why, am I the one who, uh, why am I the one who loses? Uh, but it's by surprise. I got one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We're doing something different. First time we've done one of these. Yes. This is uh, something new. We're going to do a watch along this. And that's actually a special request from one of our listeners, which is awesome. We, uh, that's what we want. We want you guys' feedback and to let us know what you want to hear. And we are more than happy to try and accommodate. And we got a request um, for the May 17th, 1993, Monday Night Raw. Um, and we're going to do a watch along for that. And this was requested. Uh, which listener was it there, Steve? This was Nick. And I think it's Opaluski. That's, yeah, for, that's what it looks like to me. Yep. Yep. Forgive us if we're mispronouncing that. But Nick, uh, thank you for the uh, special request. And we are more than happy to accommodate. So we're going to check this out. Now, this is our first time. So please bear with us. <laughs> we think we've worked everything out, but there could be some technical issues, but we'll try to get through them as painlessly as possible. With Peacock. Uh, with Peacock. Yes. So, um, but uh, we're going to give you a countdown as well. So what you'll want to do is go into Peacock, go to Monday Night Raw, find uh, in there, it's listed as season one, episode 17, I think. Um, and as the best way to do it is to go ahead and press play so that it loads up uh, and then pause it and then back it back to zero, zero. And we're going to give you a countdown from three as to when to start it so you can watch it along with us. Now, it's keep- be three, two, one play so hit it on play yeah three two one play uh also uh keep in mind we're both watching this on the commercial free version um so if you don't have that if you have just regular peacock premium which has a few built-in um commercial breaks you'll have to pause us when those breaks happen and then restart it when those come back from commercial just to, to keep up if you're in that situation if you have commercial free you're good to go if you but, don't have commercial free, I hope you see an ICO Pro commercial. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, let's get into it here. And uh, we're going to go ahead and give you that countdown and we're going to get started. So uh, thanks for coming along the ride for us with this one. Uh, here we go. We're going to go in three, two, one, play. Right. I love this opening. Yes, the classic intro. You have to love this. This reminds me of the Raw video game, which is weird because that was based on the show. Um, Yes. (laughs) But but I I guess I played that game so much that when I see it, that's what I think of is the Raw video game, which is, it's just weird. And for the Super Nintendo, they recreated the intro very well. Yeah, they did. uh, In that. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, there's the Monday Night Raw ring girl. Yeah. Something that, that wouldn't fly today. No, no, definitely, definitely wouldn't. Um, yeah. Look at that guy. He likes it. Yep. <laughs> oh, ah, there I am. The brain. The brain. There you are. There's uh, Vince and Mach. Um, great little three-man team. Now, also, keep in mind, we've got our, our, our sets muted as well for those uh, listening. So, or at least I cannot hear it. Um Steve, did you get yours to where you can hear a little bit of the? Uh, I've got it muted right now, but I can I could turn it up. Um, yeah, I can hear a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. just in case there's something crazy going on commentary wise. Yeah, um, so here this was a uh, Macho Man and Smoking Guns with the Special Olympian. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, you know WWE WWF throughout the years has done a lot with Special Olympics and with with kids and stuff like that, and um, I think they should they should get credit for that. They've done it for as long as I can remember. Oh yeah, and, and, and stuff like that. And like make a wish, goodness, they they've yeah. always been big about giving back, um, yeah. which is awesome as from yeah. a company standpoint. Um, but yeah, a very uh, interesting list of matches for uh, this show, and just for the the details, um, 
this was uh, on again my, May seventeenth, nineteen ninety three. It was at the Manhattan mm-hmm. Center, of course. This is um, a classic episode. When he requested it, I knew exactly which episode it was. Ah, yes, because I mean, this is this is a big one. This is a big mm-hmm. one. Uh, here's a, a cool little thing. There was a dark match for this. Yes, um, I wish we'd seen it. Yes, uh, Bret Hart versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Ah, they were they were great partners in the ring. There, great opponents. Yeah, um, the Manhattan Center got a treat that night. Yeah, went eleven and a half minutes. Brett, of course, uh, picked up the win. Um, but yeah, that is that's one heck of a dark match. Sean, my Lord Alfred, Lord, Lord Alfred, Alfred Hayes. Hayes, love Alfred. Classic Sean Michaels here. Yeah, man, Intercontinental Champion at the time. He just the previous two weeks successfully defended twice against Hacksaw Jim Duggan in mm-hmm. each of the previous two weeks here, and he's in the as you can see middle of a uh, pretty heated feud with Mister Perfect. Yeah. Um, do you know whose car they mess up here? No. Howard Finkel's car. That's how it's the Finkel's, it's car. Finkel's car. Here it goes. Oh, man. Oh. Yep. <laughs> man. Yeah. That was the Finks. Actually, I think I do remember somebody telling a story on one of the documentaries about that. Yeah. Uh, about There's Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard, Tony Gurria. Ah, yeah. 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 And I, I, I can't recall if it was on purpose as a rib to Fink, or if it just happened, I think it was, but I'm not going to swear to that. Um, or if it just happened to be his car, that would be a mighty coincidence. If it just happened no, to I'm, be Finkel's car. I'm pretty sure it was a rib. In fact, I think, yeah, I it, think was it was, on, uh, maybe it was like the raw 25 documentary thing where they're talking about some of the early episodes or something. I think something, that's what, or maybe it was on Pritchard's podcast. Maybe. Yeah. I, maybe I think it was on a podcast. I, I listen to so much stuff that talks about old behind the scenes stuff. I, I lose track of where I hear some things, but yeah, but uh, that was a, a pretty heated. So we're off. We're coming off of WrestleMania nine here about six weeks before this. And we're, we're leading into the first ever King of the ring pay-per-view. Uh, now, King of the Ring had been an event for years, but right. had never been on television. So this is the first time King of the Ring is going to be on television. And so that's what we're building to uh, during this this time. Uh, early days, early days of Raw. Raw is only, a, a, what, four months old? Yeah, here. at this point, because this is the first year, 93 being mm-hmm. the, the first year it was, uh, the concept was brought and they started airing. Mm-hmm. Um here we go. We got uh, the smoking guns. Okay. Here's something else here that's, that wouldn't fly today. You ready? It's about to happen. Hold on. They're going to high five. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> never, never no. again will no. you see that on a WWE show. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That guy's shooting the camera. Look at him. He likes his guns. Prop guns. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, the, I think I, they're going to win. Win, Ruth. Tony oh, Bob, yeah. So they got it. They got Maybe, this one. I mean, come on. That dude's hair is awesome. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could rock a neckerchief. <laughs> man, got to become a cowboy, man. I get do. you the hat, the whole, get some denim. Hey, I rock the denim. <laughs> Neckerchiefs, mullets, denim, handlebar mustaches. Hey, man, business in the front, party in the back. Absolutely. The oh, here we go. Right, right off the top. Right for the win. Right for the win. Look at the ref. Bill Alfonso, referee here. Oh, yes. Hey, the Fonz. Yeah, no, the Fonz is a different guy. <laughs> hey. Well, I know that. I call him the Fonz anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if Henry Winkler was a random referee for an enhancement <laughs> talent match on Monday Night Raw, what a waste of Henry Winkler that would be. Who, Talk by about- the way, is about one of the nicest celebrities you could ever meet. If you ever get the chance to meet Henry Winkler, do it. Nice. Um, yeah, if he ended up as a ref on here in some random thing, that would definitely be jumping the shark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Oh, uh, look at guns, guns, shooting guns because they're the smoking guns. Yeah. It's the guy in the back, the yellow Bob Backlund shirt. He was a staple of these Manhattan Center Raws back in the day. Ah. The Bob Backlund WWF World Area standing up. He likes him yep. some smoking guns. He was there a lot. There's a, what's his name? Vladimir? In the front row there, I think so. Yeah, one of the famous fans. That, he's got a. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's up yet, but at some point, uh, some sort of documentary or something on him coming up on Peacock at some point. So wow, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm super hyped to see that. Yeah, that, that'll be cool. Um, yep, yep, yep. Of course, this being the early uh, 
early days of raw i mean and this i mean for many years on raw in the early days um you had enhancement matches like this this was yeah. you know i mean obviously you don't think that uh tony and um the other guy whose name glenn ruth glenn ruth um that they're going to win um so but like i say and again something i wish they would do more <laughs> well i mean you know it it's better than the smoking guns coming out here and beating someone who could be a tag team championship contender so you know the sometimes the purpose of a talent should be just to go out there and lose to make your contracted talent look better and so these matches had a reason to exist and we don't get them much yeah every once in a while we get them much every once in a while we get them today um but it's rare and as a result you have you know people like Shayna baser losing every week when it should be someone who yeah you know isn't contracted yes <laughs> yes yeah um, um but yeah and it's a good showcase too like it it makes the smoking guns in this example look strong and look like winners so that when they face other strong teams, you don't know who's going to win. Yeah. And, and like I say, this is, this is not a squash. It's, you know, it's not, it's an exhibition. It's an exhibition because I mean, a squash, this would already be over, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, they're having to take some time to put these guys away, mm-hmm. which again, it, but it doesn't make the guns look weak. No, but they're showing us what they have. They're yeah. showing off their, their character and their skills. Look at this. Boom. Ooh. Not a move that they would let a lot of wrestlers do in current product. <laughs> not not in WWE. I mean, well, that's plenty, true. Plenty of destroyers elsewhere. Um, but yeah, you don't see a power driver much in WWE anymore. That one looked a little scary, but you know, it came yeah. off okay. Um, it it didn't look like he had the best grip in the world on on whichever one that was there um but yeah it, cool finish though yes um, hey! they, not a finish they used a whole lot todd pettengill yes. wwf mania yes this was a, a saturday morning show it was a recap show and um it it had a little bit of exclusive stuff mostly in interview form um and hosted by todd pettengill i watched all this stuff back in the day everything all the recap shows i watched it all Nice. Good stuff. God, how young he looks! I know. Oh, Lord, oh, back to Macho and Brain. Yeah, man, I miss these guys. Yeah, this was this was this was an awesome time. It was great. People complain about all the characters and stuff, but I like that stuff. I think we need more of that stuff today, rather than just a bunch of people with you know, regular Joe names and stuff like that who don't really stand out from each other. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, everybody's philosophy is a little different. Some people, you know, prefer that. Some people prefer the old school, like, say, a lot more of the character work. Yeah. Um, oh, Shawn Michaels so coming out to the ring. Earlier, Alfred, we were talking over him, but Alfred was uh, mentioning how he saw someone in disguise and that we were going to be shocked when we found out who it was. So Alfred was in the know, but he was being a little jerk and not telling us who it was. Um, but uh, it becomes relevant here. Yeah, I mean, classic uh, TV setup. They want you to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, after those commercials, stay with them. Don't flip the channel. You got to come back to find out the reveal. Yep. Yep. Man, Sean is really coming into him, himself here. Yeah, really, really developing that heartbreak kid character at this point. He was comfortable in his role, and uh, man, he was killing it every week. Even against Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he was he was stealing the show. That ring gear, man. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, the time that that probably took a to put together, yeah, all the little mirrors. But I mean, brown pants aside. <laughs> <laughs> Michaels has always had some of the the coolest looking ring attire. Yeah, um, yeah, or an entrance attire as well. Not not just ring attire, but entrance attire. Right, um, right. 
the brown pants a reference to survivor series 2002 yes. yeah when he won the uh the world championship and for some reason just plain brown tights <laughs> I, I like um, to think it's uh like what deadpool talks about in the movie oh right <laughs> right <laughs> you should have been wearing your brown pants today <laughs> <laughs> so sean was hot here he was on fire he uh in the middle of a, an excellent intercontinental title reign out there wrestling almost every week um against uh Anybody and everybody, really. Um, he, he made Hacksaw Jim Duggan relevant in 1993. Yeah. Um, long after Duggan's prime. Um, and so here he is again. Talking about Mr. Perfect here. He's still Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> this, this episode of Raw was one of the first episodes that really prompted water cooler talk this this episode yes. was full of shocks and surprises genuine ones uh that got people talking uh, i think before this it probably would have been the third episode where perfect beat flair and sent him yeah. packing um, but we kind of saw that coming if you knew stuff a little bit mm-hmm. um and you know that that match was promoted a week ahead of time so you knew somebody was going so you wanted to tune in to see who but it wasn't that shocking because he knew ahead of time somebody was going. But here, um, we're going to get a couple we, of really unexpected shocks. Exactly. Yeah. And and again, you know, McMahon's like you never know what can happen when it's live. It's yeah. like big surprises. Oh, oh, oh! Here's somebody in disguise. Oh. Just walking Look around that. the ring. Ah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff, buddy. Tell you what. Oh, there we go. There it is. Marty Janetti. We hadn't seen him since the Royal Rumble of mm-hmm. this year where uh, Sean b- defeated him yep. and successfully defended his Intercontinental title um, by uh, essentially sacrificing Sensational Sherry and uh, putting her in the way of a, a Marty Janetti shot with the mirror. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we had not seen him since then. Now, you know, he, Marty had many, many problems. And I I do, I've joked about it, but I do think he probably has the record for being fired from WWF the number of times. Um, Ah, yes. If if you go back and listen to the uh, Pritchard episode on the Rockers, it becomes, he gets fired so often it actually becomes comical, which is a horrible thing to say. Yes. But, but they start laughing about it. And I started laughing about it. I'm a huge Marty Jannetty fan, but it was funny. Like it got to the point where he, like 12 times or something. So this was another Marty, Marty Jannetty return, but he was always welcome because we loved him. And he was a great performer. If only he could have kept his personal issues in check, man, he would have been big. Yeah. And the fact that they were, uh, a tag team for so long. I mean, the chemistry with when yeah. these guys had matches was just amazing. Yep. Yep. So here we've got intercontinental title match tonight. The rockers one-on-one. That's never going to be a bad thing. Marty Big versus Sean. Events. Yeah. Never a bad thing when you have Marty versus Sean. So that's exciting. I was pumped. I remember watching this live. I was shocked by Marty's return and I was ready for that title match. I loved both guys. Um, Sean was one of the first heels that I liked as a kid. The only one that I liked before him was Mr. Perfect. Not Million Dollar Man? Um, I, I grew to like him as an adult, but I booed him as a kid. But okay. Like, okay. I got you. Like when I was pretending to wrestle with my friends, I was like, yeah, I'll be Mr. Perfect. Like I want to be Mr. Perfect. Um, what about you? Who was the first heel you liked? Oh, you remember? um, the first heel that I genuinely liked and cheered for. Actually, yeah, Sean probably fits that bill. Yeah. Um I did I did like Razor a lot. Yeah. In the yeah. beginning. Um relevant since he's now 
on screen getting ready for at the time we figured was another enhancement match. Yeah. Like, so here we've got a, a familiar face standing across the ring from him. Mm-hmm. Sean Waltman. Um, this was his third or fourth match on television. Um, uh, and again, been, at mm-hmm. the time, billed as the Lightning Kid. Uh, he had been. He changed his name with every match. He was the Lightning Kid. He was uh, the Cannonball Kid. Wow. Uh, I think Kamikaze Kid. Uh, he, I think on the Indies, he was Lightning Kid. But when he came to WWF, every match he had a new name. And here he's just the kid. The kid. The okay. kid. Oh. So uh, Razor's having his way with him here. I was just mentioning because uh, he is wearing the L kid yeah. tights. Oh. Yeah, he's got the lightning kid tights, but his official name here was just the kid. That echoed across the building. <laughs> that was loud. Um, this match, of course, basically famously for pretty much giving him his moniker uh, that he yeah. would be known by. Yeah, yeah, this this launched. Uh, Speaking Sean of Baldwin. launched, good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, into a very, very long and successful career. Yeah, again. And it, and it really started here. Uh, a lot of times I think Waltman doesn't get enough recognition. He definitely doesn't. The uh, fact that there's what they called X-Pac heat, just the fact that that exists and people use that mm-hmm. as a, a pejorative phrase is just, well, I'm stupid i'm not going to try to be eloquent about it it's stupid uh he was an excellent excellent worker an excellent performer and put on great match after great match after great match there was no reason to not want to see him walk into the ring to have a match oh signature razor right there fall classic, away slam classic vintage i think is yeah vintage say, right? yeah that's... <laughs> all of cool the terms that we've adapted to after years and years. <laughs> right? Don't even think about them anymore. Yeah. Of watching wrestling. Razor was cool. Wasn't Razor cool? Yeah, I mean. Just and the I, swagger. Oh, the here, swagger here comes. he had? Watch the knee. Watch the knee. Bam. Boom, right to the head. They used that to explain that three count. That that floored me. I was so shocked. Um, I mean, that's a moment that we still talk about. Yeah. That's been on so many DVD packages and so many uh, biography clips and and history of clips and that 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 right there is an all time classic raw moment and one of the first. Yeah, I mean, because match is only two minutes and twelve seconds long. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. The kid beats Razor Ramon via pinfall in two minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah. And Razor wasn't going around losing matches either. No, no. This uh, wasn't somebody who was kind of at the bottom of the mid card. Like he was positioned as a future main eventer. And I would say pretty much he only at this point probably took a loss at a pay-per-view. If that at this point in his career. Yeah. He, he had lost to Bret Hart at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, oh, see who that was? See who the enhancement talent was here? Oh, no, I missed it. Scott Taylor, Scotty Too Hottie. Oh, hey. Yeah. If so it gets, uh, gets back to him here. Yeah, eventually it will. They are focusing but... way <laughs> too much on the ring. Good Lord. Well, you know. Well, I'm not saying worked. at the time, you know, yeah. hey. Different time. It, it's and, not uh, a bad view, but I'm just saying, yeah, wouldn't be doing it nowadays. Yeah. No, for sure not. Yeah. Tatanka. So, yeah, here we have a Tatanka versus Scotty Too Hotty match. All right. I like Tatanka, too. He was he was underrated. He was, he, oh, he look at the hair. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Clean shaven. How many people had somewhat mullets in this oh, day and gosh. age of wrestling because yeah. even tatanka i mean short up front long in the back yeah yep i was getting my hair cut uh not long ago and uh the girl cutting my hair i i told her i wasn't sure what i wanted to do and uh she said we could do a mullet and i said you know what i grew up on wrestling uh i've i i can't top the mullets i've grown up watching yeah this <laughs> Like I'll I don't, I'll try. never be able to do it justice. <laughs> no, no. 
Come on. I've seen Kevin Nash. Talk about aggressive big time mullet. <laughs> aggressive from the time going out after the enhancement talent on the yeah. floor. Scotty Jihadi, little a little cartoonish here with the selling his facials, but he's done all right. He's done, you never know, right? You never know with these enhancement talents who's gonna be big someday. And here's one of them. It's fun to go back and watch these matches before they were stars. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at it and you're like, yeah, no, this guy's never going to be anything more than an enhancement talent, you know, just Mm -hmm. the kind of generic look and size and everything else. But, yeah, would go on to have an amazing career. Yeah. Still still with the company today. He was was a big name. People loved Too Cool. I mean, the dance breaks with Rikishi? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. The late Brian Christopher. Um, I don't well, recognize this, this referee. I don't know his name. I, I I knew most of the referees, so it's rare for me to see a ref whose name I didn't know. But I don't know that guy. He's like, he's got some hair. Look at that hair. Yeah, that might be a piece. <laughs> it looks like be. a bicycle helmet. I think he might be wearing a little toupee action. Um. Yeah, he looks familiar, but... Um, I don't think he... He must have not been around long, or I'd know him. And I think I just mean as I've seen him... Uh, again, I mean, seen him in other matches. In your, in your dreams, Tim. You've yes. seen him in your dreams. He visits you frequently, actually. All the time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Count to me, you say. One, two, three. <laughs> eh? I knew it. I knew it. I... Yeah. Busted. Busted. <laughs> totally caught me. So Tatanka here, gearing up for King of the Ring. He's in the tournament. He's qualified for the tournament by this point. His opponent's going to be Lex Luger. Um, the, another good thing about these enhancement talent matches is that it didn't give away main event level matches. We had never seen Tatanka versus Lex Luger at this point. If this was 2021, the way they would get them ready for their pay-per-view match is to have them wrestle four consecutive weeks on Monday Night Raw. Yep. That is very true, and you would be bored by it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So when I say that enhancement talent matches have a place and have a purpose and are good for the television product, that's a perfect example as to why it keeps you from getting bored from seeing Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley over and over and over because in 1993 we would have seen that match maybe twice maybe twice and that's it um speaking of that's it bam that's it yep another good uh showcase for tatanka there he gets to do his stuff show off his moves show off his character and uh get a win look strong that's the point Look, people didn't care. People weren't booing because it was an enhancement talent match. They liked Tatanka. They got to see Tatanka win. Give him the shot. Yep. Oh, man. Man. How many of those people would be complaining about WWF (laughs) online today? All right. I love these. I love... See, they used to have these pay-per-view reports, and they would... Draw your. They wouldn't announce a match on commentary in the middle of some other match. Like they said, all right, you're paying attention right now to what's coming up on pay per view. We're going to tell you everything we've got, and uh, it it felt so important. And you remembered, like you remembered from week to week what was coming up at the next pay per view. They made it really stand out and feel important. What is his tie? Uh, it looks that? like oh, a, is that a school bus? Yeah, and a car above that. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. Okay. Gotta love Mean Gene, man. Yeah. Gene was great at these. He was such a good a good marketing guy and, and pushing these shows. He did it for house shows, local shows. Look at this. They got the graphics. They're saying, you're going to look at this. They're not putting it up in the corner during a match. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. This is great. That was uh, that match was Hogan's swan song. Yeah. WWF, at least on television it was. He He did do some some house shows overseas, but that was uh, his television swan song until 2002 Yeah, for nine years. Yeah. The, uh, 
of course, coming after the controversial mania. <laughs> yeah. Event. Where uh, Yoko beats Brett and then Hogan just runs in and beats Yoko and suddenly Hogan's the champion again. Yeah. Okay. Just- Brett versus Razor. First round King of the Ring. Hacksaw Bam. We'd never seen Hacksaw versus Bam Bam at this point. We'd only seen Brett versus Razor at the Royal Rumble. We'd seen that once before. There's Tatanka and Luger. King of the Ring qualifying match. Rush. They always called these qualifying matches, but f- to me, they felt like just opening round matches. Because if you won, you moved on. So I, I never understood why they presented them as a qualifying match. Didn't make sense to me. Well, I think it's it's so that they don't have to, I guess, justify the entire bracket and sit there and say, okay, here's our bracket of eight, 16 or 16. Uh, instead of saying, here's our bracket of 32. Yeah. And well, show that graphic okay, thing. So just say, this is a qualifying match. So you well, know- 16 were in the qualifying matches and then that led to eight. On eight. So, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a, but yeah, instead of just showing your eight, you don't have to make a graphic that shows 16. Mm-hmm. It may have been just from a pure marketing standpoint. Um, Could be. I liked it though. I liked seeing all those names and anticipating, oh, the matches we could get out of this. Um, interesting that crush Shawn Michaels match that they just promoted the qualifying match uh, went to a draw, neither advanced. And instead, Mr. Perfect advanced over Doink and ended up against uh, Mr. Hughes as oh. the other other match in that first round. Okay. Here comes Kamala. Kamala. Man. He'd been around for so long and he was such a, a just a violent, bloodthirsty heel. And then in this run, he was uh, a lovable face. It's crazy, but it worked. Yeah. I, I, his performance is so over the top. How can you not enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have kimchi here. This is after he uh, he got rid of kimchi and Harvey Whippleman. Yeah. Turned face. Um. He used to uh, try to pin people on their stomachs because he's a savage and he doesn't understand how pinning people works. <laughs> the stare. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. There it is. Iker Pro, baby. <laughs> Can't watch a 90s show without some Iker Pro. Was it available at all GNCs? I never looked. Did you ever look for Iker Pro? Uh, just because, I mean, at this time, there wasn't really a GNC store near us. Was there not one at the mall? I thought there was one at the mall. Well, maybe there was. I I just never went in it. Down down near where Walden Books was, I thought. Hmm. Well, maybe, or maybe that GNC store was put in eventually, maybe not at this time, though. Okay, I thought thought we had one. I don't know. Because I I I think you're right. I think we had one at some point. It just may not have been at this time. Um, All right, so here's uh, Yokozuna, and he's, uh, I mean, you know he's winning this because he's got a championship match with Hulk Hogan coming up at King of the Ring. Yeah. Um, But see, if this is a good kind of, if you don't want to have an enhancement talent match, this is a good kind of match to have on free television because this, it's appealing, but it's never going to main event a pay-per-view. So it's fine putting this on free television. The geishas. The geishas, the presentation of the the flowers. Salt. Does he do, does he do the salt here? Where's the bucket uh, of salt? Oh, uh, yeah. Fuji, Fuji's Fuji got it in his hand. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was really good, especially for his size. But even if you don't, you don't even have to qualify. Yokozuna was just really good. Yeah. He, he was an amazing talent. An yeah. amazing talent. Not Japanese. Nope. <laughs> part, of the, close. part of the a very famous uh you know Samoan family. <laughs> yep. Yep. No more Japanese than we are. Some of the bonsai drops he hit back in the day, I don't know how people survived them. Yeah, I just because there are some where he landed weight first, not feet first, like <sighs> butt first. Um Ugh. and just destroyed. Whoever was uh, the poor soul just sitting there waiting to do his job. 
See, this is character building stuff. This is what makes people remember you. All this makes you stand out and makes mm-hmm. ma- it, it, it helps elevate you up the card. If you don't take the time for this stuff, you're probably not going to be much of anybody. These two big guys, boom. Yeah, Kamala was not small by any no. standpoint. Look how tall he is, too. Yeah. He's a tall guy. I mean, I was watching Kamala have a program with Hulk Hogan in the mid-80s for the oh, WWF Championship. That's and right. He he. This was a total, total turnaround for that character. But again, he made it work. Look, this isn't going to be Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. This no. is a different kind of match, but the this characters. Is, this is just going to be a brawl. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a brawl um, with the characters, and the characters make it work as much as the action, if not more than the action. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of technical moves getting thrown down in this one. No, no, no Texas Cloverleafs for sure. Kamala was kind of at the end of his career here, near the end of it, at least his mainstream career. And so this was a good role for him to, to help make the, the new generation, as they were marketed, look good. That leg drop. How scary. Can you I, imagine laying there? I know. And as you, you look at the, like the, the size of his legs and that leg drop, Hogan pins people with a leg drop with a very, with a less impressive yeah. leg. So yes. why is that not the finish? Yeah, yeah. Although he did beat Hogan with it at King of the Ring. He beat Hogan with his own move. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Beat him with the leg drop. Help Kamala keep a little bit of credibility. He wasn't about to win the match, but he had uh, some momentum going here. So a little cheating from Fuji there. Here it comes. Oh, no. Here it comes. Oh. And as far as I know, he never hurt anybody doing this stuff. Yeah. that's a, that's And again, with, as you say, these bonsai drops, that is insane to think right. about. Let's Here see what we get on this one. Yeah. Feet first. Still not feeling good while he's just sitting there like that. Promise you that. Yeah. But uh, he he absorbed the impact. Didn't didn't uh, make Kamala wish she'd never become a wrestler. But sometimes, sometimes he did. I think Virgil. I think Virgil got smushed by one, if I remember right. Actually, I think you're right. I think I remember that one looking super super painful. Yeah. No weight coming down on the feet, but yeah. So uh, he's a former champion at this time, and uh, he's just about a month away, month and uh, yeah, about a month away from becoming a two-time WWF champion. Mm. Shockingly, all American, all American wrestling. I watch this every Sunday. <laughs> another hour-long uh, recap show. Um, see where where we lived, we didn't get superstars in wrestling challenge. That's so true. If I wanted to see stuff from those shows, I had to watch these recap shows. Mm. And so I watched all of them and it was Gene and Bobby, Gene and Bobby. Come on. Why wouldn't you watch it? Here we are back at uh, ringside. Talking about sensational Sherry. Right. What would they say? Raw rules. What? Fools? Raw rules, okay. fools. <laughs> or, wait, are they talking to fools or are they saying fools are ruled by raw? Uh, that was clearly raw. Here we go. Main event of wait, the <laughs> evening. You just ignored my question. I did. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> are, are they are they talking to fools are they saying hey fools raw rules or are they saying that fools are ruled by raw oh i thought that was a rhetorical question i did hear that <laughs> i didn't think you were looking for an actual answer i thought you were just throwing it out there in the universe um you're such a professional 
I think it means that Raw rules all the fools. I think so too, because if they were talking to fools, there would have to be a comma before the word fools. Yes. There you go. Love the rockers music. Here's, here's something I liked about this whole presentation. He came out in his street gear and he challenges him into an intercontinental title match. Marty challenges Sean. And, and Sean, they make the match and Marty's like, all right, I'm going to go get my gear. Like, he didn't just wrestle in his street clothes. He's got an intercontinental title shot. He wants to be as comfortable as possible. He wants to, to, to feel in, in his zone, in his, in his uh, wheelhouse. And, you know, if you wrestle in gear every time, suddenly you're wrestling in jeans, it's not going to feel right. You're going to be off. So I like the, the touch and the, the small little things like that. It's, it, it helps. Yes. Good continuity. Good continuity. There's Bill Alfonso back getting the main event slot. She tended to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, get a lot of the main events on TV. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't have a list, but uh, he definitely, man, look at that. Nice. They make it look so easy. Do you know how hard that would be? Somebody's running at you and you jump up from a from a standing still position over them and sunset flip them not running you're standing still that's crazy he jumped twice as high as i ever could yeah me too (laughs) sean michael's pants remind you of cows yes it's like a cow pattern such a logical such a logical counter to a hip toss just keep rotating and land on your feet Good stuff. Marty was great. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. All right, what's he going to do? Here we go. Baseball slide. Yep. See? Effective, but not unnecessarily risky. Here we go. He's in full control. And I like how he used the, uh, what Michael kind of became famous for, the pull back up over the ropes. Oh, the skinning the cat. Getting the cat, that's what it is. Steamboat made that famous, really. Ah, okay. Um, Yeah, he did that all the time. And uh, that's hard, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. They make make that look easy. There are not many people, period, who could do that. Sean's so frustrated. I wasn't supposed to have this match. Marty's seizing the opportunity. The classic heel back off. It's waiting for him to call timeout. Yeah, yeah. Something that was a heel staple back in the day. <laughs> now here, the super kick was not Shawn Michaels' finisher. Oh, that's right. He's a teardrop suplex. And the uh, super kick was one of his signature moves, setup move. He He used it to win some matches, but it wasn't really established as a finisher yet. It wasn't the sweet chin music at this point. I like this uh, head scissor takedown that the shoulders were down, so Bill started counting the three. Yeah. Shoulders are down. You count. That's how it works. Supposedly. Supposed to. Here but I mean, But I mean, I, you know, in current and even not so current product just over the past, you know, probably five to ten years, a lot of head scissor takedowns at into that exact position, and there is no count. Like, they don't yeah. treat it as a, a pinfall. Non-stop. Non-stop. It's good stuff. Nice back body drop. That's a scary move, too. A back body drop. When you think about it. Ooh. Vintage Shawn Michaels. Yep. This feels like a break. Is this commercial break? Feels like it. Probably. Oh. Taking that belt. I'm out of here. I'm done. You didn't get this on, on TV. A lot. This was not normal to have just an impromptu title match on TV. Yeah, this was the, something new. Because a lot of times, you know, they want to promote that. They want to get as many viewers in if you're going to put a title match on TV. Oh, there he is. So look, tying everything together. Sean, definitely a thorn in Marty's side. You know, he, th- he threw him through a plate glass window. But he's got this ongoing thing with Mr. Perfect, too. So we're not forgetting anything. We're remembering the past and the present. This is good stuff. 
And of course, you know, at the beginning of the show, they just showed the footage of him and perfect and messing up Fink's car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. So yeah, good way to tie full circle from the beginning of the episode to the end. Oh, here's a movie you like. There it is. Oh, yep. And see, back Maybe. then, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But you look about it now, and you're just like, oh. Ooh, that was a that was an ugly landing. Mm. And I mean, you talk about just whiplash. Mm. Good Lord. Oh, Mr. Perfect liked it. He, he, he nods his approval. He shouldn't have, though, because he's for Marty Jannetty. But yeah, he seemed <laughs> to enjoy it. No mullet for Mr. Perfect. I'm doing the ponytail. It's got to be different, man. It's got to be perfect. <laughs> He's got to be. He's got to be. This was towards the end of his his main run, too. Um, not too far from the SummerSlam match between Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels, which uh, we covered that SummerSlam in our archives not that long ago. Yes. So if you want to hear us talk about SummerSlam 93, just uh, scroll down a little bit. It's it's not too far back. Yeah. Definitely check that out. Man. Oh, here we go. Another move you don't see very often in current product. Look at Sean. He's, he, he makes his faces. He's not just... He's, he's not going through the motions. He's he's working the crowd here. They've slowed the pace down. He doesn't want the crowd to get bored. He wants to keep their attention, keep them reacting. And just the faces he makes, his sneers. Look at him. A little extra oomphy, but he put into that by waving the arms back before he cinched in. Yeah. Kind of flapped his wings, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Feeling confident now. I'm not sure it's earned confidence. He had to cheat to beat him before. Hands on his hips. Looking intent here. Mr. Perfect on the outside. Versus. Nice drop kick. Not only was this an impromptu title match, but it was between two people with an established history. This was a match that we wanted to see. We we had only seen it once. Like Shawn Michaels turned on Marty Jannetty early in 1992. This is 1993, May 1993, and only the second time we've seen this match. Ah. On television, at least. Well, true. I'm sure they they probably ran it at some house shows in oh, between yeah. all of Marty's firings. Crowd was into that near fall. Did you see that? Yeah. Little nice. hair pull there. But a nice counter. Mm-hmm. Sensible, logical, believable. You believe you could do that to somebody. Fired up. Working the crowd. This is good stuff. Marty, Marty was great. I'm sick of people saying Marty wasn't great. Look at that. Oh, beautiful. That was perfect. Nice power slam. Crowd bought it. Crowd bought it. They thought it was it. Thought it was over. Whips him into the corner here. Oh. Oh, nice fake out. Now, we did see this match one more time this year. Um, Marty versus Sean won match of the year in 1993. Ah, for a Wrestling Illustrated. And a lot of people think it was this match. It was not this match. It was the match in June of 1993 on Raw. Uh, but this is a great one. Uh, uh, we see... Uh, Pulling the tights there. See Marty's other smile. <laughs> see? Not a finish. No. There was a super kick. I'm so used to seeing him... Uh, stomp and get the crowd into it and for some reason they started counting when he did that which never made any sense to me classic heel uh mistake here the distraction into the roll-up small package and that's it great things come in small packages tim and in this case it's an intercontinental title reign first ever for marty janetti huge surprise we didn't even know we were getting a title match which again in 1993 was not a thing and then a title change on TV, which again, not very uh, often. 
from some a, a, and not only that but the person who won the title wasn't even in the company as far as we knew yep so yeah that was absolutely huge oh there's the towel laying in the ring so they're wrapping everything up here oh he needs the straw poor bobby oh so upset I just love Sad. that dynamic. It's like you had the heel announcer that was always upset when the heel would lose. <laughs> Got to do it. Oh, well, there we go. And that's it. All right. Just so, definitely one of the, uh, one of the early episodes of raw early, early classic, maybe the first real episode that, that, um, What's the word I'm going for? Again, um, was uh, was the water cooler moment where after it you was saw it, you wanted to talk to somebody about it? You wanted? Mm-hmm. Did you see what happened last night? Oh my god! Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just oh yeah, you know, so and so had a match and won. I mm-hmm. like you know go whoever, but this was just a man. Did, Razor Ramon got beat by an unknown. Oh my god. Um, you know, and Marty Jannetty's back, and now he he beat Sean. He's Intercontinental Champion. So they were really taking advantage of the live format of Raw, yes. and it wasn't live every week, but this week it was, and uh, that was something that you know, primetime wrestling was the predecessor. Yep. Before, and it was never live. It was it was run out of a studio, and they would just throw to, to previously taped matches. Sometimes matches that were taped weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. And so this was new, and they were kind of still feeling their their way around having this uh, this format, this new format for the show. And uh, I think for me, this was the first time they really took advantage of it and started to to grasp what they could do with with uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and uh, again, another thing to think about, and of course, just kind of dates us a bit. Um, twenty eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, this is twenty eight years ago. Yeah. Oh my goodness crazy it's so crazy to think about um but yeah hope you guys enjoyed uh our first watch along um did uh, give us some feedback uh did did you like it did you like our format of how we talked about it uh, um any any feedback is great we, we'd love to hear it uh but and if do, you, do have, you want more do you yeah want would, more? you want to have us do this more often would you like is there specific other shows you'd like us to do this with let here, us here, know. here here's my thought right so we got this request, and so we did this request. What I want is I want us to start getting so many requests, we can't do them all. Yes. We I have want, to start making choices. Uh, I want you all to support us so much that we disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When you put it like that, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound as great. But I think you people get the idea. Um, but, yes, we uh, we definitely want as much feedback as possible. Please let us know. Of course, as always, uh, you can contact us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us at Plus WrestleCast. That's P-L-U-S WrestleCast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling podcast now uh, please tune back in we'll have our regular show which drops on fridays uh so tune in for the latest episode of that uh whenever you're listening to this and thanks again for joining us and hopeful hopefully we'll have more of these coming in the pipeline right here on positively wrestling Matinee.